0: of Human Bondage by W Somerset Maugham chapter 102 Athelney told Philip that he could easily get him something to do in the large firm of linen drapers in which himself worked several of the assistants had gone to the war and Lynn and Sedley with patriotic zeal had promised to keep their places open for them They put the work of the heroes on those who remained, and since they did not increase the wages of these, were able at once to exhibit public spirit and affect an economy. But the war continued, and trade was less depressed. The holidays were coming, when numbers of the staff went away for a fortnight at a time. They were bound to engage more assistants. Philip's experience made him doubtful whether even they would engage him but Athelny, representing himself as a person of consequence in the firm, insisted that the manager could refuse him nothing. Philip, with his training in Paris, would be very useful. It was only a matter of waiting a little, and he was bound to get a well-paid job to design costumes and draw posters. Philip made a poster for the summer sale, and Athelny took it away. Two days later he brought it back, saying that the manager admired it very much, and regretted with all his heart that there was no vacancy just then in that department. Philip asked whether there was nothing else he could do. "'I'm afraid not.' "'Are you quite sure?' "'Well, the fact is they're advertising for a shop-walker tomorrow,' said Othelny, looking at him doubtfully through his glasses. "'Do you think I stand any chance of getting it?' Athelny was a little confused. He had led Philip to expect something much more splendid. On the other hand, he was too poor to go on providing him indefinitely with board and lodging. "'You might take it while you wait for something better. "'You always stand a better chance if you're engaged by the firm already.' "'I'm not proud, you know,' smiled Philip. "'If you decide on that, you must be there at a quarter to 9 tomorrow morning.' Notwithstanding the war, there was evidently much difficulty in finding work, for when Philip went to the shop many men were waiting already. He recognized some of whom he had seen in his own searching, and there was one whom he had noticed lying about the park in the afternoon. To Philip now that suggested that he was as homeless as himself, and passed the night out of doors. The men were of all sorts, old and young, tall and short, but everyone had tried to make himself smart for the interview with the manager. They had carefully brushed hair and scrupulously clean hands. They waited in a passage which Philip learned afterwards led up to the dining hall and the workrooms. It was broken every few yards by five or six steps, though there was electric light in the shop here was only gas, with wire cages over it for protection, and it flared noisily. Philip arrived punctually, but it was nearly ten o'clock when he was admitted into the office. It was three-cornered, like a cut of cheese lying on its side. On the walls were pictures of women in corsets, and two poster-proofs, one of a man in pajamas, green and white, in an azure sea. On the sail was printed in large letters, Great White Sail, the widest side of the office was the back of one of the shop windows which was being dressed at the time and an assistant went to and fro during the interview the manager was reading a letter he was a florid man with sandy hair and a large sandy mustache from the middle of his watch chain hung a bunch of football medals he sat in his shirt sleeves at a large desk with a telephone by his side before him were the day's advertisements Athelny's work and cuttings from the newspaper pasted on a card. He gave Philip a glance but did not speak to him. He dictated a letter to the typist, a girl who sat at a small table in one corner. Then he asked Philip his name, age, and what experience he had had. He spoke with a cockney twang and a high metallic voice which he seemed not always able to control. "'Philip noticed that his upper teeth were large and protruding. "'They gave you the impression that they were loose "'and would come out if you gave them a sharp tug. "'I think Mr. Athelney has spoken to you about me,' said Philip. "'Oh, you're the young fellow who did that poster. "'Yes, sir. No good to us, you know. you know. "'Not a bit of good,' he looked Philip up and down. "'He seemed to notice that Philip was in some way different "'from the men who had preceded him. "'You'd have to get a frock coat, you know.' "'I suppose you haven't got one. "'You seem a respectable young feller. "'I suppose you found art didn't pay.' "'Philip could not tell whether he meant to engage him or not. "'He threw remarks at him in a hostile way. "'Where's your home? "'My father and mother died when I was a child. "'I like to give young fellers a chance. "'Many's the one I've given their chance to, "'and they're managers of departments now, "'and they're grateful to me. "'I'll say that for them. "'They know what i had done for them.' Start at the bottom of the ladder, that's the only way to learn the business, and then if you stick to it, there's no knowing what it can lead to. If you suit, one of these days you may find yourself in a position like what mine is. Bear that in mind, young feller." "'I'm very anxious to do my best, sir,' said Philip. He knew that he must put in the sir whenever he could, but it sounded odd to him, and he was afraid of overdoing it. The manager liked talking. It gave him a happy consciousness of his own importance, and he did not give Philip his decision till he had used a great many words. "'Well, I dare say you'll do,' he said at last, in a pompous way. "'Anyhow, I don't mind giving you a trial.' "'Thank you very much, sir. "'You can start at once. "'I'll give you six shillings a week and your keep. "'Everything found, you know. "'The six shillings is only pocket money "'to do what you like with, paid monthly.' Start on Monday. I suppose you've got no cause of complaint with that. No, sir. Harrington Street. Do you know where that is? Shaftesbury Avenue. That's where you sleep. Number 10, it is. You can sleep there on Sunday night, if you like. That's just as you please. Or you can send your box there on Monday. The manager nodded. Good morning. End of chapter 102